Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Celebrating the amazing people of coastal Mississippi and across this great state who are working hard to make this a great place to live, work, and play. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show. I want to I want to thank you for for joining us on one hundred three point one or on Facebook or YouTube, or your favorite podcast. We really appreciate the people who are engaging with the show because it's uh, it's one that is about inspiration and a positive message. And um, anyway, just just thrilled to have you. I've got a couple things I'm going to share. We're going to be joined by, uh, shortly by Caitlin Perry, Miss Biloxi, who fresh back from Miss Miss Mississippi, where she did really well, and I can't wait to catch up. With Caitlin, um, I want to also uh, give a shout out to uh, the people who were engaged over in Moss Point after the tornado passed through the city. Uh, a lot of folks rallying. We'll be posting at the uh, Ricky Matthews uh, Facebook page and also at the Super Talk Gulf Coast Facebook page the uh, information about how you can help that 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 uh, wonderful community. I have really enjoyed my conversations with Mayor Knight over the course of the last year or so. He's such an inspiration. Here's a guy in his 80s that's giving back to that community with all his inspiration and leadership. I'm uh, thrilled he's on the ground in Moss Point. Moss Point is in good hands. He will rise to the occasion. I'm in touch with my friend Paige uh, Roberts from the uh, Jackson County Chamber, and she'll be providing us with an update about how you can help and what some of the needs might be for the city. Okay, so now let me share. This is uh, from my friend Stacy Waldrop, who I've often said is one of the most positive people I know. And uh, I'll just uh, I'll share a couple of these with you, but it's uh, the, the headline says, take some time to notice your glimmers today. Take some time to notice your glimmers today. Uh, and this is, I, I love, I guess maybe the older I get, the more I notice these things, but certainly I've always had an appreciation for the moment. But one, you know, the first one on the list is taking in the beautiful colors of a sunrise or sunset. I love my mornings. I post about it all the time. I love to, to take photographs of the morning sunrise and, um, you know, every day is a new day. They're, they're never the same. Uh, it says, uh, the first mindful sip of coffee. Who, who doesn't like a, a, a first sip of coffee first thing in the morning? Uh, the beautiful bird songs. Um, one of the other beautiful things about being up in the morning, especially this time of year, the birds are singing. It's just a, a, a beautiful time of the year. A, a check-in from a friend. A check-in from a friend. And you know what? We uh, I don't know that we fully appreciate what that really means when a friend calls us to check on us. And we should pause in that moment and think, good Lord, it's great to have friends who care about us and who are making sure that we are, we're, we're in good shape. A deep soul-nourishing uh, soul breath in nature. That's one of the reasons I love the outdoors so much. Hey, when we, when we uh, you know, in, in future shows, I'll share a few more with you. Uh, my, Susan, uh, my friend Susan Myers Griggs posted this. May this new day go easy on your heart, be gentle on your soul, comfort your worries, and grow your hope. And that was from Mary Davis, but I, I agree. That's the way I look at every new day. And I hope that's the impression you get when you uh, listen to this show, that it gives you something to think about. It gives you something to be positive about. And 
really the next the, my next guest is someone that I've really grown to admire over the last three years. We've she's been on the show many times. I really enjoy having Caitlin Perry, uh, who is currently Miss Biloxi, here on uh, on the Ricky Matthews Show. She's just become a good friend. How you doing, Caitlin? I'm doing great. Very excited to be here. So, uh, yeah, I saw you nodding when I talked about, you know, enjoy those uh, glimmers that we get in our lives. But uh, you see, it seems like you've you've grown to enjoy the moment yourself. Oh, for sure. Um, you mentioned that first sip of coffee in the morning, and I feel like that's something I'm really passionate about. I really resonated when you when you said that because I'm a morning person as it is, um, and there is just nothing like a quiet house early in the morning and a hot cup of coffee in your hand. So absolutely, I resonate so much with that. A quiet house. I mean, I get up uh, probably two hours each morning before my wife wakes up, sometimes more. And, uh, boy, I love the quietness. So sometimes I'll put Mozart on. Sometimes yeah. I won't put anything on. I'll just sit bonus, there. And... Bonus points if it's kind of like raining outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No no doubt. We've, we've had plenty of that that lately for sure. Have. And So, listen, uh, congratulations on, um, first of all, becoming Miss Biloxi, but on representing the coast so well at Miss Mississippi. I was uh, I, kept, I paid attention because you were in it, and I wanted you to do well. And I was thrilled when you won the talent preliminary. Yes, but I know you were battling some sickness while you were there, unfortunately. Yes. But in the midst of all that, you still won the the talent preliminary. Tell me about kind of the, that process, and and uh, you know, give me your overall view about about how how it went this year. Yeah, so um, had a really great week. Um, first day in, I was so excited to be announced as a quality of life finalist, which is um, an additional award that um, Miss Mississippi um, gives out. They they always um, announce seven finalists, and then those finalists have an additional interview later in the week that is solely based on your community service initiative, um, your your work in the community. So it was really, really awesome um, to be one of those seven finalists. So started off the week really strong, had so much fun. Um, I've been five years, my fifth year competing, but this was my favorite year by far, just because of how incredible the group of women were. We had so much fun. Um, they rallied around me so well that week, because like you said, I had a, I had a rough week. Um, and then, yeah, Thursday night after being sick, they the entire day, um, going to urgent care, having to get medicine and just really being unsure about what that evening and that performance was going to look like. I was so honored and blessed to um, have been, you know, chosen to, to receive the talent award that night. So overall, just such a, such a good week. Well, listen, uh, as I mentioned before we started the show, I saw your, your uh, performance. And uh, the way I would describe it is you were in the zone, you, you know, I, and you know what? It's interesting because we're, we're, all, we're all a little bit more aware of how to describe someone who sings well from things like American Idol or The Voice or whatever. And pitch is something we're very focused on. Of course, I, I, have, a, I have a musical background, so I have a sense of pitch maybe a little bit more than the average person. But your pitch was perfect. You were you seemed relaxed. The song selection, we'll come back to that in a second, but seemed to be perfect because you crescendoed at the right moment and the audience was engaged at the right moment. Everything seemed to come together. And, I mean, that's kind of a rare moment when everything just just clicks, isn't it? 
Yes, especially when you had a day like I had um, where it just seemed like nothing was falling into place. I mean, I woke up Thursday and was just so thrown off my game. I felt terrible. Um, I, I mean, I could barely keep my eyes open. I called our sweet hostess mom, Miss um, Mary Beth, and I was like, something's wrong with me. And she brought me some medicine, and I just really struggled to, like, get going that morning, which is so out of character for me because, like I said before, I'm a morning person. I love my morning routine, and talent is my favorite phase of competition. So usually I w- wake up on talent day ready to go. So just everything was just very out of character for me. Got there for my talent. Um, went on the first time and like, I mean, barely had any, any kind of a voice. Um, and then kind of lost my cool. And I shed a few tears just from like the stress of, of the, um, the stress of everything going on, um, shed a few tears, had a breakdown, went on and did it the second time, wasn't much better. And then they were like, let's go ahead and take you to the doctor. Like you obviously need some medicine. Um, so we went to the doctor and that whole day, which is kind of a whirlwind. Um, I just was so unsure. So having a day like I'd had leading up to the performance that night and then to get on the stage and everything just feel so at ease and at peace and like it was supposed to be was just miraculous and so crazy. <laughs> well, Leo, Caitlin, you've had the opportunity to, to participate in Miss Mississippi more than once. If you think about where you were the first time you went and kind of what your mindset was and then where you were this most recent time, the difference between Caitlin then and Caitlin today is, uh, is it maturity? Is it experience? What's you know, describe the, the evolution? Night and day. I was 18 years old the first time I competed. Um, and just a completely different individual. Um, in fact, I, I was talking to um, my mom and one of my friends about this while I was at Miss Mississippi Week. Um, I remember being there my first year and having so much fun. I mean, that was something I'd always dreamed of doing, um, competing on the Miss Mississippi stage. Of course, I've always been a performer, so I love doing my talent, but I just felt like I struggled so much during that week. And I remember just honestly, like hoping and praying that I would not make the top 10 Saturday night because I was so afraid of having to perform again and having to answer an onstage question um, of having to perform on TV. So, I mean, and that's crazy for me to think about now is being like that afraid of, of performing and doing now what feels so natural and so comfortable. And I think that really is a testament to this organization. I mean, I... I um, think that so many of the the qualities and the the traits that have been instilled in me are because of the Miss America organization Um, and spending the last 12 years of my life as a participant in it. um, My speaking skills have improved. um, My confidence has improved. And those are those are things that this organization has really grown in me throughout their investment in me. So yeah, completely night and day from my first year competing to to now where I just kind of have to hit play because I, I know the work that it takes. I know how to prepare um, and I work really hard in the days leading up to it. Um, so all I have to do is, is go and hit play and just feel at ease when I'm there. Well, listen, we're having a conversation with my uh, my my good friend, Caitlin Perry. She's been on the show many times, and I've really enjoyed getting to know her over the last three years. She's the current Miss Biloxi. But the, 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 uh, the story about Caitlin is a real message about the process she's gone through to develop herself. That's what the process is really about, to make better young women out of the people who are engaged in this process. And uh, we'll talk more about that when we get on the other side. We'll see you after this break.
listen live or on demand and watch episodes of The Ricky Matthews Show on your laptop, desktop, or your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. His passion and love for coastal Mississippi is why he's here. This is The Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. My friend, uh, Caitlin Perry, the current Miss Biloxi, and while the sort of the center of the conversation tends to be around pageants, um, I, I think the pageants are really more of an enabling tool to help women develop. You know, at the end of the day, that's what it does. And C- Caitlin is a lifelong resident of Mississippi Gulf Coast. She's developed a terrific nonprofit. We'll come to that here in just a second. But again, the development of that nonprofit and the commitment to the community and that aspect of it uh, that really, as she and I were discussing before the show started, that's sort of entrepreneurial experience. And uh, you, you never know where learning those skill sets Will take someone in in their lives, and you know, Caitlin is no exception to that rule. But Caitlin, again, coming back to you know what was interesting about what you said just a few minutes ago, you said, then you didn't say this before that you were worried about getting in the top ten because you're scared to death about having to perform again and having to speak again. I remember I was a paramedic at one time, and I was in pre med, and I changed my major along the way, and you know, went on to get an MBA. But I remember I, I had to give a speech. At JD to you know the Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College had to give a speech to in order to be considered. Or uh, I was running for an office for a, for a business organization called Five Beta Lambda, and I had broke my leg in a church softball game the weekend before, so I was on crutches, and I'd never spoke in front of a group in my life, yeah. and I was literally scared to death. Yeah. And I, after that experience, I said, you know what? I'm going to get better at speaking. I'm going to get better at getting in front of an audience and speaking. I went on to win the speech award at JD, you know, a year later. And then, of course, I went on to have a great career um, that involved lots and lots and lots of speaking. But, you know, it is possible to go from I'm never going to get in front of an audience to actually being comfortable in front of an audience. But the, it's repetition and it's, a, and it's an organization like like in your case, the Miss America organization, that enables you to have the experience to really sharpen that part of your skill set. And that's what it's meant for you, isn't it? 100%. Um, and I mean, like I said, the first year that I competed, terrified of making the top 10 and having to do it all over again because it was it felt like such a struggle the first time. Um, and even two years ago when I competed, I mean, there were moments where I just was still a little bit uncomfortable. So every year I've grown more and more. And that really is a testament to this organization, pushing us out of our comfort zones, um, teaching us skills that we will take with us the rest of our lives. So that's what that's what brings me back. I mean, every year I grow as an individual, I get more confident in myself, I get more comfortable. Um, and that that's why I love and believe so much in this organization and why I am so passionate about its relevancy in, in our world today. Well, you did you did really well. So congratulations on representing the coast so well. But one of your best friends was actually crowned Miss Mississippi. So you're you're very proud of her, aren't you? Oh, so proud. We um, we met in this organization when we competed in the teen competition. Um, we were 14 years old, I believe. So it was about 10, 10-ish years ago. And we've been attached to the hip ever since. We went to the same university. We pledged the same sorority. Um, and she has 
been my best friend inside and outside of pageantry for for the last 10 years. And this is something that we have always gotten to do together. Um, Something that honestly made us grow closer. Um, Even though we're competing against each other, we were always each other's biggest cheerleader. Um, And it was just the icing on the cake to such a fun week to get to see her accomplish what has been a dream of hers and something that she's worked so hard for. So I'm so proud of her. Yeah, that's that's very well said. So, you know, I mentioned your nonprofit, but it, I've always been inspired by what you're doing. And I tell people about it, you know, when people bring it up, it's interesting. You think everything is covered and then you discover, wow, that's not covered. It's surprising that it's not covered, but I'm going to go address that. Um, tell us about your nonprofit and the work that you've been doing. So I have two passions in life. Um, well, I mean, I've got several, but two that I'm I'm going to talk about that are relevant to this. Um, One is advocating for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, an incredible organization that does so much for families um, of children that are having to receive treatment in a hospital. They they really do so much for those families, and that's something that I have experience with and and really relate to. it, it sits close to home for me. Um, and then a second one is mentoring to young girls and more specifically young girls that compete in pageants. Um, I've been around pageants my entire life. I'm a part of an incredible community um, of pageant 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 girls. I get to mentor to them every single day. And I wanted an opportunity to be able to teach them about how to use their titles um, and, and use this platform that pageantry has given them to make a difference in the world, because I think that is such an important part of pageantry. So that's kind of how Crowns for a Cause was developed. It was just a little idea that existed in my head that for so long I was scared of. I didn't think it would be a success, and um, I was proven wrong very quickly. Um, it's been a huge success. So basically, we have ambassadors from all over the country, um, more than 100 of them at the moment, and every single day we, we gain a new ambassador. So we're, we're growing really quickly. And they are taught about how to participate in community service, how to use social media and their voice and, and their communities to make a difference in the world. And we um, focus specifically on advocating for Children's Miracle Network hospitals, again, because that's something I'm super passionate about. Um, and we collect Band-Aids and children's socks and just fun little items for, for children in these hospitals. Um, and I'm so proud to say that last year we collected over 80,000 boxes of children's Band-Aids um, that went to Children's Miracle Network hospitals all across the country. This year our focus has been on fun pairs of children's socks, and we've already just, I mean, a few months after starting, have collected more than 40,000 pairs. Wow, that, that <clears throat> that's incredible. And it continues on today, doesn't it? It does. I mean, every single day, these girls are reaching new goals in their collection efforts. We're gaining new ambassadors. Um, we're gaining new ambassadors all across the country. A huge goal of mine is to have an ambassador in all 50 states. And that is something that we will accomplish before the end of this year. I mean, you would think that like a Band-Aid at a children's hospital would have a character on it. You just you, you, see, you would think that would just be obvious. It's not. But- it's not. <laughs> So when I was when I was developing Crowns for Calls, um, I have great connections with um, Batson Children's Hospital in Jackson, Mississippi. I reached out to them and I was like, hey, I've got this program that I'm trying to develop, but I want to make sure that what we are doing is going to be beneficial to you. What do you guys need? And the response that I got was that they needed children's band-aids. Now, of course, a hospital has band-aids. Like, they need band-aids to function, but they're just plain brown band-aids. And the nurses, the doctors, love it when they're able to offer a child a a choice and a selection of fun character band-aids because not only does it 
give it, it makes them a child for a moment. I mean, they're having to grow up so quickly. They're having these procedures done. It kind of takes away the scary, um, and it lets them focus on something that's not getting an IV or receiving a shot or having a procedure done. They're focused on what band aid they're going to get after. But it also gives them the opportunity to make a decision in a time of, of life where they are not able to make decisions for themselves. Um, so, so that's why these hospitals love these Band-Aids. And we are more than happy, more than happy to provide. So... That is, that is so cool. Hey, listen, um, that took an entrepreneurial effort to form that organization over so many years of focusing on it and then building this great network. And as you mentioned, now you're you're actually doing some consulting of young women who are going through the process of the Miss America, um, you know, process. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's got to be that's got to be amazing to be able to give back and set young women on the course to become the best they can be. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, and again, I mean, consulting, I've been asked about it for years, and it was always something that I thought maybe I wasn't qualified for that scared me a little bit. And then earlier this year, I decided just to, you know, jump headfirst in it. And it's been so much fun and so rewarding. Um, so I'm just kind of seeing where that takes me. Um, this, this new consulting um, that I'm doing for pageantry, just kind of seeing where that takes me. But you're right. Um, I've spent 25 years of my life involved in pageantry, and I guess it's time to teach the next generation. <laughs> hey, so Caitlin, what's interesting though, um, you want to you want to do that well. You want to give them every opportunity to achieve their goals in life, but you probably have never felt more like a role model than a, in this moment. You probably feel more like a role model than ever. I think so. Um, I'm very proud of the things I've been able to accomplish um, throughout the last few years. And not necessarily because of any certain award or accolade, but the strides that I've been able to make in my confidence in myself um, and just how at ease I feel when it comes competition time. I, I think that that is something that is so important and really is a testament to how much hard work can pay off. So I encourage hard work um, and everybody that I come in contact with. But I also think I'm in a really unique position at this moment um, because I went to Miss Mississippi and I didn't win. Um, and I came back and I, you know, put my crown back on and I'm going out in the community and making appearances. And I think that a lot of times we get caught up in the end result and whether we accomplish that or not. But I mean, that end result is a result of the opinion of five strangers. Um, and I didn't come home with the crown, but I am, you know, determined to make the best of such an incredible opportunity. Being Miss Biloxi is a huge passion of mine. And I'm going to, you know, continue to work towards that goal of, of being Miss Mississippi. So I, I do think that that is something that is you would still, like I said, in, in the next generation. Well, I know that you wore the crown of Miss Biloxi with pride and that you represented us very well. But congratulations on, um, on your performance and also for representing us so well. It's been a pleasure to catch up with you, Caitlin. Same. I always love being here. I appreciate you so much. This has been my friend, uh, very good friend, Caitlin Perry, and I look forward to staying in touch with her as we uh, watch her continue to be a role model for so many young women going forward. We'll, uh, we'll stay in touch with her. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation. We'll see you after this break. Subscribe for free to the Ricky Matthews Show podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.